What if there was a way to hack your brain? To figure out why you're not taking the action you know you need to, and why the action you are taking isn't working? Well, there is. And this podcast is designed to show you how to do that, to see your mind, to coach yourself, and ultimately to create the life and business of your wildest dreams without the hustle or the stress. I'm your host, Elizabeth Salazar. Let's dig in. Hello there. Welcome back. I have been in creation mode and I've been creating things for you. So one of the new things that you're going to see coming is a new mastermind. And so in June, this mastermind will start and it's called Doubling Your Business Mastermind. This is specifically for coaches who are, who've made at least $10,000 in their business and they want to now start to double. Now, for some coaches, that means that they are going to double, um, they want to double their year or maybe they want to double uh, their previous month or maybe they want to double the number of clients they have or maybe they want to practice and, and work towards doubling every single month of the mastermind. That was one of the things that I did. In my first 120K year, I doubled the first, I think it was four or five months of the year. Not because I was putting any pressure on myself and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to do it. But because I thought it would be fun. I just wanted to see what was possible. And so I doubled from a $1,500 a month to a $3,000 a month to a $9,000 a month to an $18,000 a month. And then it was in May. I didn't double. I think I made like 16000 right? So technically it was even less. But then, you know, you start in your mind. You're like, well, I mean, I more than doubled. But the idea is, is that it's so fun. So cool. And so that mastermind will be starting in June. But today's episode is actually about something else I'm creating for you. Because in the past, I've been focused on coaches who have already kind of gotten their business off the ground, or they are a little bit of ways into it already. But I haven't had a program specifically for the coaches who are just getting started, who know they want to be a coach, who know they already are a coach, and who want to have the business. Now, it actually doesn't matter what what kind of business you want, right? Okay, you want to have a, a coaching business, but <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter the size you want. Because I have had clients who, who do this work and their goal isn't to try and cram themselves into the same mold as everybody else. It's to, right, I'm thinking of one woman in particular, and she's like, my number one priority is to be a mom and a wife. That's what I want to do. She's like, and I love also having coaching, but it's like priority number three. And so even though she was so good at the coaching and she was like, yeah, I want to do this and this is part of my, my, my ministry and I love this, I don't have any goals to, you know, scale to millions. Like I want to be having more babies. I want to be having a business that I can balance with all of it. I want to have a business that I can, yeah, progressively make more money, but not in a like, let's hurry up and do it kind of way. Or I see other coaches who come in and it's like they just don't have that same drive. But there's also the space for those of you who do. And so this program I've created is called the first five clients. The first five. And the idea is, is that when you learn how to create your first five clients, there is something that you create in yourself that isn't there before. 
It's a sense of self, right? It's a sense of accomplishment. It's a sense of trust and certainty because I don't want you to just create five clients, but not understand how you did it. I don't want you to create five clients and be confused about, right, how you did it, what you need to do to replicate it and what that looks like in the future. I don't want you to create five clients and do it with a ton of unmade decisions, messy business, and just tons of uncertainty and confusion and self-doubt. No, right? I want you to do it in a way that is clean, that is simple, that serves you today and your clients, and in a way that you just enjoy the process of building it, your business, because you chose the way to build it. You weren't like taking the building blocks from somebody else and saying, oh, that's the way I have to do it. You weren't trying to, my client said, I'm trying to, I'm a square peg trying to shove myself into a round hole, right? And you don't want you to be that. Those first five clients are setting the foundation for the rest of your coaching business. And I love the idea that I get to be a part of that. So today's episode is taken from that program, the first five clients. And in there, I have a module where I break down making core decisions for your business. The only six decisions you need to make to start growing your business. And in there, I talk about like preparing to make decisions, right? Because just like when we're cooking in the kitchen, we don't just walk in the kitchen, pull stuff off the shelves and like toss it in a bowl and then put it in the oven. No, we prepare to cook. We go, we look for a recipe. I was going to say we go to the store, but that's still a little bit sometimes, right? Sometimes we just go to the store, we pick stuff, but sometimes we find a recipe. We compare and contrast recipes. We're like, okay, I always go to all recipes and I'm like, does it have like 12,000 reviews? And I'm like, perfect. That's what I want to make. So you might find a recipe. You may just prepare by going to the grocery store. I've been doing that more, which is really fun, right? I used to just cook by recipe because I had zero self-trust. And then I learned, oh, cooking isn't as hard as I've been making it. I don't have to make recipes that have 12,000 ingredients. This can be easy. And so now preparation looks like going to the grocery store, thinking about what foods my family will actually eat rather than buying the things I think we should eat and then not eating them. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) But it's the preparation, And so in that section, I have a video just to teach you how to prepare to make these decisions. We will talk about these core decisions, the six decisions. But then I thought through, right? I didn't just want to leave you with like, here, make these choices. And instead, I I also teach you in this module in the course how to hold your decisions. Why it's hard to hold decisions, right? Because if you know why it's hard and then you experience it, you're going to have such a different experience working through that than if you're just shocked and had no idea it was coming. I also teach you how to change you and not the decision. We'll get into that a little bit. And then I made a, um, a video that I just love because I'm like, this could either be horribly awful or perfect. Who knows? One of the other. <laughs> and it's a video just walking through. Here's my suggestions for these six core decisions. Here are my thoughts, not my thoughts for me, like empowering you to make the decision, but here's just the way I made the decisions. Here's the stuff I learned and why, because I love this idea that when I think about the journey of building a coaching business, I get to come alongside of you 
But ultimately, you have to make those decisions. You have to learn the lessons from them. You have to grow and develop into the person who makes and holds those decisions, even in the face of not getting the results you want, even in the face of questioning and indecision, right? Even in the face of somebody telling you, oh, it's your price, right? And so when I share that insight with you on like why I suggest this, It's from this place of like, I'm walking along beside of you and I'm not trying to tell you to do it my way. I'm telling you, here are the decisions you make so that you can walk down this path without wandering off on every little tangent street and making your own self take longer. And I'm like, take this path. Here's some suggestions, but right? Like you have to decide, you get to decide. So those six core decisions, I'm going to share with you what they are. But first, I want to talk about why coaches struggle with them. And then we're going to talk about the impact of deciding. So one, as I've coached, man, hundreds and hundreds of coaches, and and this is so fun. It's from every level, right? Brand new, no clients, all the way to a million dollar business, coaches and the human mind struggle with making and holding decisions but it is actually a skill you build so why do coaches struggle with it one is because of indecision right I see coaches who don't want to make these decisions they're waiting for an answer they're tapping into their emotions they're like wow this one doesn't feel right or it did feel right but it doesn't feel right anymore so I need to change it And so you actually, in that space, build the muscle of waiting, of waiting for it to feel right, waiting for things to all line up, instead of building the muscle of decisiveness, right? Of this is what I decided. This is what I've chosen. Obviously, I could make a new choice, but I know why I don't want to, why I want to hold this decision. And you build the muscle of self-trust, And that's the sense of like, I have no idea what the future holds, but I trust myself to navigate it. I trust myself to move through any obstacle that comes up. I trust myself to do what's in my best interest for me, right? Not to, not to work against myself, not to hurt myself, not to put more on myself than I can handle, but to take care of myself. I see coaches struggle with this because they don't realize what makes decisions hard and what makes them hard to hold, right? And it's always our mind. Our mind makes decisions hard to hold. Another thing that makes decisions hard to hold is uncertainty, right? When you are uncertain, we talk about this with even with indecision. When you're uncertain, it's just the skill of not realizing how to create certainty inside of uncertainty. So as we go through these six core decisions, right, the six decisions you need to make to start signing clients, you're going to be uncertain about some of them. You're going to be unsure. And why people struggle is because they stay in that uncertainty. They stay in that space of I don't know, rather than choosing to go to the space of what they do know and building that muscle. Let me give you an example. So I actually write like we think about certainty and uncertainty, but I think about the rest of your day today. You actually have no idea what's going to happen 
Now, you're probably creating some level of certainty with your own self by telling yourself what you think will happen, right? And we do this as humans because we hate thinking about having absolutely no idea. Or we hate thinking about how literally anything could happen. (laughs) Or sometimes our mind runs off. My mind gives me these awful you know, scenarios. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my brain's like, we should entertain that. We should definitely keep thinking about them. I'm like, stop it. We're not. Right. So it's like we create certainty inside of uncertainty all of the time. Today, you don't know what's going to happen, but you create certainty for yourself. And sometimes it's just certainty in who you are. Like, I know that whatever comes up, I can handle it. Even if it's really, really horrible or really, really awful or really, really neutral and boring. I can handle it. I can figure it out, right? It's certainty inside of uncertainty. Because when you are making decisions, you have to create certainty inside of uncertainty. Of course, there are going to be things you don't know. Of course, there are going to be people who are like, no, I don't think so, right? But you have to be certain in yourself. You have to be certain in your creation of your even certainty, right? Like I know I create certainty with my mind. I can create my certainty. I'm not waiting on it. I'm not, right, any of that. It's I am creating it. If I choose a price, I get to decide why I want that price and why it's valuable and the impact of that. And in fact, how I'm hurting them by charging less, right? Sometimes people don't wanna go there, but it's like when you charge something super cheap, and people are like, Oof, I don't know, you are hurting them. And then the last reason that coaches struggle to make these six decisions is because, or, or right, they make the decision, but then they get stuck in this loop of making a decision, second guessing, redeciding. And in that loop, when they don't have the results that they want yet, their brain doesn't know what to blame. And so it blames the decision. And so when you don't have the results you want in your business, you have to watch your mind because it will go to work to try and find the answer. It's going to be like, and and here's the thing, your brain doesn't know what the answer is. It doesn't. If it knew, it would tell you and you would have completely different results, but it doesn't know. It doesn't know that the decision isn't the problem. It doesn't know that um, it's people's lack of money, that that's not the problem either. It doesn't know, right? Because the brain will be like, you just need to do more. Like you kind of suck. If you didn't, you'd be able to do this better, right? The brain comes up with all this stuff. And that is part of what makes decision-making and holding of decisions a struggle, right? That's why signing clients becomes this, this hardship because we make it harder than it needs to be. And then before we dig into those six questions, I want to talk about the impact of deciding. Now, I always recommend that you need to decide this for you. You have to sit down and do this work, right? You can't just listen to me and be like, oh, I'll take her thoughts. It won't work, right? Your brain needs your mind at work at this. Me sitting here talking to this into your ears is actually me just planting the seed to tell your mind, oh, I didn't even realize that was a thing. That's where I want to go get to work. So the impact of deciding is that instead of deciding, second guessing and redeciding, right, that repeat, you, like in a video game, can advance to the next level. 
So I want you to imagine, we're going to go back to our grocery store example. If you stay in the phase of indecision, right? You're like, okay, I know I have these six decisions I need to make. But if you stay in the phase of indecision, maybe it's something simple like I just choose not to decide what we're going to have for dinner. What's going to happen? You're going to stay in indecision. You don't get to advance to the part where you make food and eat it. You don't get to advance to the part where you are like, oh, I know exactly what we're eating all week long. So that when it's time to make dinner, you don't have to have any thoughts, no nothing, no mental experience. You're like, yeah, I already planned for that. It's done. So when you decide ahead of time, instead of staying in the loop of deciding, second guessing and redeciding, you advance in the game of your business. You get to move on to new skills, the next level of skills and challenges and, and like, like actually signing clients, <laughs> right? Because when you're still in the indecision phase, you may sign clients, but what happens is, is that because there was so much, what would the word be? Like there's so much going on in yourself, right? You didn't make any decisions and there was just like a lot of chaos in the moment of creating clients. Your brain won't know how you did it and it won't be able to attribute it to anything. And, and sometimes it's even worse because your brain's going to be like, see, I don't need to make any of those decisions. And then you don't have that foundation to stand on. So that level by level, it's not going to start getting shaky and crumble, but it's going to stack on top of itself. The second impact of deciding is that you're going to feel better. I know. What a novel idea. You don't have to feel awful growing your business. So the impact of deciding is you're going to feel better. You're going to feel calmer. Because when you find your mind trying to re-decide or in that spin of second guessing, you can remind it that you already decided. It's one of my favorite things, right? It's no different than if you're standing at the grocery store and you're like, should I buy those chocolates? And you're like, oh, man, I don't know. And then you're just like, no, I already decided. I'm not getting though. I'm not getting my favorite chocolate this week. I already decided I don't want to eat them this week. And when you teach your brain to think thoughts like I already decided and then hold that decision, your brain gets to relax. It's not this like, like resisting. It's like, oh, I did already decide. Okay. And then eventually your mind won't have any chatter about it at all. It'll be like, yeah, yeah, I know I did. Perfect. <laughs> and it will relax. And then the third impact of deciding is that you get to help your people. Because here's the thing. When you're still stuck in the deciding phase, you're not helping your people. You're still focused on you and your business. Now, I've definitely seen where people try and just jump out and immediately go help people. And it's not that it's bad, right? But it's that we're building the foundation because you have to be solid. You have to be solid in managing yourself and you have to have a business with decisions and just basic guidelines to guide you. And when you have that, it allows you to more fully focus on other people and serve them because there isn't this like, I don't know, like this, this inner turmoil of not managing yourself and not having given yourself any guidelines and rules to kind of to work inside of, right? It's just not even rules. It's like constraint. Like I love having only one husband, 
right? I watch these TV shows. Um, what's that called? Basically where they live a poly- polygamous life. And the thing I'm always struck by is, is like, you're kidding me. <laughs> that sounds awful. That sounds like way too many relationships, like intimate relationships to try and maintain. And yet I'm just so intrigued to watch all the drama. And right. But it's like when I only have one husband, I have constraint. I like that constraint. In fact, right, I see all the ways in my life I've constrained myself to create simplicity. And that's what you do in your business, right? You constrain yourself so that you can focus and help other people. Okay, so what are these six decisions? What are they? I'm going to tell you. You ready? Okay, here's what they are. The first decision you're going to make, right? These are the only six decisions you need to start signing clients, right? So, so here's what they're not. You don't have to build a website. You don't have to get a business card. You don't have to set up a Facebook business page. (laughs) You don't have to get yourself signed up on every Instagram or social media platform that ever existed. You don't have to register an LLC. Just trying to think of all the things, right? You don't have to do those things. You just make these six core decisions and then, right, so making them could be challenging, but right, you're not doing this because you wanted to do it the easy way. The easy way is to go get a job. That's going to be super easy, except challenging too. You're choosing the challenge. So it's going to be challenging to make these decisions and it's going to be challenging to hold them until it's not. And I say that because... I don't feel like these decisions are hard to hold anymore. They feel very normal and like just every day, right? It's like no big deal. I don't even question it. So here's what they are. Decision number one. Decision number one of the six decisions you need to start signing clients. You have to decide the length of your coaching package. That means you decide one length of your coaching package. I know you could have so many different offers. You could wait till you get on the phone with somebody and you could just see what they want. No, you're going to decide the length of your coaching package. Why? Because when you have decided the length of your coaching package, you know what you had to do to decide that? You had to ask yourself questions and answer them. Questions like, why am I choosing this length of time? Why do I think that this is best for them and for me? Why... Does it not matter any choice length I choose at all, right? Why do I want to only have one length? Why does this serve them to only have one choice? Why does this serve me in the simplicity of my business, right? When you make that one simple decision, you actually have to take your mind through so many different elements of your business and what you're creating. You have to take your mind from where you're at right now And fast forward into the future, a time that doesn't exist yet, that your brain may still actually be kind of uncertain about, like, oh, I don't know if that's ever going to happen. And from that future place that you just decide you figure out, you have to make decisions for that future. Decision number two, right, of the six decisions you need to make to start signing clients, you're going to decide who you sell coaching to. Who do you help? And this might actually be super easy to help based on the next question or decide. But what I love about this decision is that it's actually kind of two part. It's who do you help 
And I'm just going to give you this, right? So there are three elements to this. The first thing to who you help is they want the result you're selling. You're not trying to convince them. You're not trying to like educate them. They already want it, right? They want the result you sell. The other thing about this, like when you're choosing who, is it's not to get lost in the demographics. Because if you think about like, who do I help? I help people who want the result I sell. You could literally stop there. And notice how simple that makes it for you. You're no longer in like what magazines do they read and what's their age demographics and like what part of the country do they live in? You're like, they want the result I sell. But then the second part of that is who do you not coach? And this actually might be even more powerful than deciding who you do coach. Because when you make this list, you make decisions about... It's actually for your own mind. (laughs) This is what I love. Because sometimes what we do is we're like, oh, but then I'll have to help this person. Or I don't know if this happens. No, you decide. The the people who don't want the result that I sell, I don't coach them. People who, because there's actually tons of people you don't coach, right? You don't coach people who speak a different language than you. You don't coach people who aren't in the area that you decide to market in. So if you're like, I'm only going to market via in-person, right? Right. Connecting, networking meetings, whatever. Then that means if somebody's only on Facebook and in groups and they don't live in the same area as you, or they have no connections to it, you're not going to coach them. Right. And you're just like creating that comfort with that. I'm not going to coach people who are looking for a quick fix. I'm not going to coach people who are just brimming with drama. I'm not going to coach people who are desperate for the result right? Because what happens when they're desperate? They're like constantly searching rather than like, okay, this is what I'm committed to. Let's do it. So you're going to decide. Question, decision number two is who do I help and who do I not help? Decision number three is you're going to decide what you sell, the result you offer. And this one can be really simple, right? You can sell an emotion. You can sell a Um, like a specific result, like losing 12 pounds in 12 weeks, or you could sell like a vagish result. Like what would be a vagish result might be actually my friend has this program, like how to, how to have better sex in 90 days. It's kind of vague, right? Cause you're like, what's better sex better than what? It's kind of vague, but it's also kind of specific. That's why it's vague ish. (laughs) Right? So you're going to decide what you sell, even if it's general life coaching, You're going to decide what you sell. And as I mentioned with the first decision, you're going to have to decide why you want to sell it, why you're choosing it, why when your brain invites you to go somewhere else, you're going to be like, nope, this is why I want to make this decision and be here. The fourth decision you're going to make is you're going to decide how much your package offers or how much your package is, <laughs> right? So you've already decided what's the length of my package? Who do I help? What's the result that I help them get? Now you're just going to decide the price. How much do I charge for those many sessions, right? What's the package price? And you're making this decision from what's the value of what you sell? What's the impact on their life? What's the impact of them learning these tools? Because sometimes, right, I was thinking about this. um, The example I use in the program is somebody who wants to lose 100 pounds. And so you may decide, I want to have a 12-week package. And 
you might be like, yeah, even though I help people lose 100 pounds, we just rehab a conversation every 12 weeks. I want that, right? You might decide that. And then you might say, well, how much is my package? And then you decide that price based on the impact of the work and how much you want to charge and what you feel really great doing it for, right? Like receiving and charging. So you're going to choose how much you charge. Now, often I see people get lost here because when I talk to you guys about not getting the result you want and then blaming your decisions, this is probably the number one decision I see people blame, right? Because they haven't done the work to know why is this my price? Why do I not want to change my price, right? Basically selling yourself and being okay that not everybody is going to be your person. Not everybody's going to charge and, and want to pay that and letting that be okay, Decision number five is going to be how you market your business. And what does marketing even mean? It just means how you get in front of people. And specifically, how do you do it in a way that you enjoy? Because you do not want to be just going into Facebook and saying, okay, well, what expert, what are the experts telling me I have to do? Oh, if I want to sell high ticket items, you know, I'm just picturing Facebook ad. This Facebook ad says I need to do webinars. Okay, that must be the way. No, you are not choosing how you get in front of people based on what other people said is the best way. And so you're going to decide the way that's, that's easiest for you. You're going to decide the way that's most fun for you today. You're not going to be the square peg trying to scrunch themselves into a circle hole. You're going to say, what do I want to do? What would be fun for me? What feels really easy? I mean, I'm not going to say it's not going to be challenging, but like, how do I want to market my business? How do I want to get in front of people? And you're going to decide ahead of time. And by deciding what you're preventing is you're preventing yourself from being on 10 different social media platforms, from, from creating this cycle of like, well, I know none of my content is converting, but you know what I'm doing is I've hired a social media manager to use all of my content to get in front of more people. It's not working, but I'd like to hire somebody to get it in front of more people or it's not working yet, but I want to put it on 12 different platforms so that just in case, right? It's like, just in case it's because it's not getting in front of enough people. And it's like, when you decide how you market, you know what you do, you get really good at figuring out what works because you just have constrained yourself and you're like, okay, I've just written 10 posts in a row and none of them created the results I wanted. What am I going to do differently? I'm not going to change my decision. I'm not going to go find another platform. I'm not going to find a different way to market. Oh, that means I'm just going to have to get better at what I'm doing. <laughs> you see how this is going to help you move so much faster. And then decision number six that you're going to make in your six, the only six decisions you need to make to start signing clients is you're going to look at what is the process from, we could call it a sales process, but that just sounds so like complicated and hard. But here's what it really is, is you're going to decide what that process looks like from somebody saying, I'm interested in working with you all the way to them getting started with you, right? As a paid client. And you're going to walk through that process with yourself and you're going to just make as many decisions as you can. Now, in doing this, you're going to accept that there are decisions you will run into that you didn't make. There are things, you, there are, there'll be things you just couldn't have anticipated. But the idea is, is that what you do in this exercise is that 
you assume that there's a point in the future where people hire you, where people reach out and you start planning for that reality. You start making simple decisions that that like start to solidify into your own mind that that is real. And the more of those decisions you make, the more your mind is envisioning it. And you know what your mind isn't thinking about or envisioning anymore then? It's not envisioning you failing. It's not envisioning you never figuring it out. Because in making these decisions, you're taking yourself into the future, a place that doesn't exist yet, and you're creating for the future you want. And so as you make these core decisions, yes, they are just decisions, but they're creating the foundation for your business. They are creating the habit of you planning for something in the future that doesn't exist. And they are giving you constraint so that as you put these decisions and holding these decisions on autopilot, you can then start to master and build other skills in building your business. Okay, that's this week's episode. Stay tuned. If you're not on my mailing list already, um, head over to my website, which is elizabethsalazarcoaching.com. And you're going to see somewhere where you can opt into my freebie, which is the daily work. Um, and, and right, you're going to see it. It's not called the daily work, but that's what it is. And so get started doing that. And as soon as this program, the first five clients is ready to launch, when you're on my mailing list, you're going to be the first ones to hear about it. Okay. I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for tuning into today's episode of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. Before you go, take a minute and leave a review and hit that subscribe button. (laughs) These are actually the only two ways that I have to know who's on the other end. And so if you haven't already, do those things and I'll see you next time. And I'll see you next time.